Life Strength and Health Podcast, Episode 64. Welcome, everyone. This is Life Strength and Health Podcast with Jamal and Kim, where it's our mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. So let's dive into the show. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Life Strength and Health Podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, some blessings. Yes. And this is episode number 64. And this is regarding our 80-20 challenge. And we're going to dive into that in just a little bit. But as always, we like to begin each episode with our organic food for thought. And this week's organic food for thought is centered around sleep and how a lack of sleep can mean a lack of weight loss. And I'm going to be referencing an article written by Dr. Axe. And in this article, it was saying that sleep is one of the most undervalued essential practices in modern society. In 1910, an average night's sleep was nine hours. By 1975, it was down to seven and a half hours. And from 2000 to 2002, polls have found that it had fallen to 6.9 hours. So today, many people average just around five to six hours of sleep per night. At the same time, obesity rates have doubled. Sleep and the neuroendocrine system are intricately entwined. According to Dr. Axe, a study that he did, chronic lack of sleep is thought to be linked to diabetes, hypertension, obesity, and memory loss. Lack of sleep increases blood pressure and the risk of heart disease. Yeah, one of the things that we do with uh, our clients is we really try to, anyone doing a program, anyone working with us, we automatically try to get them to plan for eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's actually eye-opening, just looking at how the average person used to sleep nine hours. Um, right. And it makes, it makes me... Think about um, the averages that the medical industry does. Like they use a lot of averages as normal. You know, if, as long as it's an average, they consider it to be normal because right now uh, the optimum amount of sleep is eight hours. But they were getting nine hours, so how could the optimum amount of sleep be eight if they were if they were getting nine? So it makes me think about that and just think about how sleep right now is uh, a lot of people look at it as a luxury and they don't make time for it. You know, they'll do everything else, but they don't plan for sleep. I, I want, one of these days I want to do a full show on uh, sleep just because it's so important. There is a correlation between the lack of sleep and weight loss. And, you know, so the main reason that sleep affects weight loss is that when you sleep, you release hormones by the hypothalamic pituitary axis, also known as HPA, and the autonomic nervous system. So sleep triggers or inhibits the production or release of various hormones. Growth hormone is affected by sleep. So you can work out for hours, but if you don't get enough sleep, your body is not going to turn fat into muscle. Lack of sleep raises the levels of cortisol, which triggers the fight or flight response. During stress, our bodies shut down normal maintenance. It activates fat storage and releases lots of sugar for instant energy into the bloodstream. It depletes the body of nutrients and triggers cravings for simple carbohydrates and sugar. Chronic stress promotes insulin resistance. Leptin and ghrelin are two very important appetite-controlling hormones that are linked to sleep. 
Leptin suppresses appetite and ghrelin increases it. When people are subjected to sleep loss, leptin levels fall and ghrelin levels rise. Even when they receive plenty of nutrition, people that didn't get adequate sleep were compelled to eat more. Because leptin levels were low, their brains just didn't get the message that they were satiated. Instead, they just kept getting the message, hungry, eat. When deprived of sleep, study participants' desire for high-carbohydrate and calorie-dense foods increased by 45%. Yeah, this is a serious study because how many times do you feel like you're doing the right things, but... Um, you just keep sabotaging yourself because you're always craving certain things. So if you're having these cravings and you know that something is wrong, you might need to look at your sleep, you know. Um, so I think that's that's powerful. And there's so many other ways that uh, sleep can affect your health. And, and weight is just one of many, but that's a powerful organic food for thought. So definitely shoot to get more sleep. And, you know, um, in the previous episode, we communicated and we notified you that we are working on a membership site. And in the upcoming weeks, we will be launching and opening the doors uh, to give access to our clients and whoever would like to join. In the membership site, there's going to be an in-depth health library. And speaking of sleep, one of the courses that we will be creating in our membership site is going to be centered around sleep because as you've seen in the organic food for thought, sleep is very critical and it's a crucial part of living a holistic lifestyle and living your best and feeling your best. So we're going to be creating this course down the road in our membership site. Um, But if you would like to learn more about the membership site, get on our wait list where you will receive updates. I'm going to be doing some behind the scenes uh, stuff, you know, opening the doors a little early for some people so they can really see what it's all about and see if it's a good fit for you or for anyone who's interested. Just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash member and you can read more about our membership site and get on the wait list to be notified of updates and when we open the doors. So now let's dive into today's episode. And uh, this episode is titled the 80-20 Challenge. And currently for our Holistic Health Warriors, that is our community that is working with us, uh, we currently are doing an 80-20 Challenge. So it inspired us to do a podcast episode about it. And uh, we want to dive into it a little more deeply because we really think that this is a diet that a lot of people can eat. Is certainly how we eat most of the time, and uh, we wanted to dive into uh, a little deeper in this episode. Yeah, I just want to say that our 80-20 is different than the 80-20 diet because there is something called uh, the 80-20 diet. And basically what the 80-20 diet means or entails is that um, 80% of your food is healthy and 20% of the food can be whatever you want. So you can indulge like that's the 80, 20 diet. Um, we call ours 80, 20, but it doesn't have anything to do with the 80, 20 diet. Um, we, a lot of times we call it the 80, 20 rule. And in this case, we're calling it the 80, 20 challenge. So what we do at life strength and health is completely different. And for us, 80-20 means 
a whole food plant based diet. It doesn't mean a vegan diet, but it does mean a whole food plant based diet. And I'll explain that. A lot of people don't know what whole foods are. Whole foods are foods as close to their original state as possible. So, for example, if you have an apple and you pick the apple, that is a whole food. If you take that apple and you make apple pie with it, it is no longer a a whole food. If you turn it into an apple Pop-Tart, it's further away from uh, further away from a whole food. And then when you have um, apple flavoring, uh, you know, apple natural flavoring is even further away. So um, a lot of people eat very far away from the original source. So when we talk about whole foods, we're talking about eating foods in their whole or as close to uh, being as whole as possible. The reason that I love you know, the 80-20 diet or the revised 80-20 diet that uh, we recommend is it forces you to focus on eating healthier foods. And we're going to dive into that a little deeper. But the 80-20, you know, eating 80% whole foods diet is a very healthy diet, regardless of how you eat vegetation, plant life, raw vegetation. It's all very beneficial to your overall health. And so by focusing on and putting your awareness on making sure that you include that in your diet, it's only going to be a benefit. Right. And, you know, when it comes to like with the original 80, 80, 20 rule or 80, 80, 20 diet, health, healthy foods is relative, you know, so a person eating healthy foods, it might not really be healthy foods. It's just commercially healthy foods. So we're very specific on that 80 percent. So for us, the 80 percent is plant vegetables. Um, That's what it is. So we're talking about green leafy vegetables. We're talking about uh, like all of the different types of squashes. And to a degree, we're talking about root vegetables as well. So, you know, things like carrots, uh, beets, for example, um, and healthy fatty fruits. And when we talk about healthy fatty fruits, we're talking about avocados. We're talking about um, olives. Uh, so that would entail the 80% of, of the diet itself. And then the 20% of the diet is not uh, just being able to indulge and eat anything you want. The 20% consists of legumes, like fats and oils. It can, it can consist of uh, wild-caught fish if you uh, consume uh, animal products, as well as pasture-raised organic meats, pasture-raised eggs. So if you consume animal products, it's not just any animal products. It needs to be coming from clean sources. It needs to be real animals, not uh, factory-farmed animals. It also consists of uh, root vegetables and non-gluten grains. Non-gluten grains would be like quinoa, amaranth, millet, buckwheat, Wild rice, uh, root vegetables would be like sweet potatoes, purple potatoes, and um, red potatoes, all of the different various types of uh, 
potatoes and uh, rutabaga beets. and yeah, beets and radish and, and all of the different types of parsnips, all the different types of uh, root vegetables that are out there. So that would be the 20 percent. So we're talking about 80 uh, percent of, of the traditional plant vegetables, the green leafy type vegetables, as, asparagus, broccoli and all of the, the leafier types of things and the, the various different types of salads like those would be you know like plants right so when we when we talk about plant based and we talk about plants what we're not talking about are the processed non whole food plants so for example a veggie burger you know a lot of people will look at a veggie burger and say oh this is vegetables so mm-hmm. this counts but no it really doesn't because it's been processed right you know we're not going to look at bread and say that because it's it's highly processed we're not going to look at bread and and say that um, that's a part of the the 80 percent part of the, uh, the the vegetation so things like that are not considered to be um, you know, part of it, all of the different vegan meat and, and uh, things like that, the, and the different soy products, sausages and all of those things, that's not considered whole food, uh, plant-based. As vegan as it may be, um, that's not considered a health food. So that uh, really technically doesn't count as a part of that uh, that, that 80%. Right. So let's talk about an example of of an 80, 20 meal. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give a basic example. Um, so when we talk about 80, 20, we're not talking about 80 percent of your diet and 20 percent of your diet. We're talking when we say 80, 20, um, just to keep it really simple, we're talking about your plate. Right. So when you have a plate. of your plate should be covered in vegetation and vegetables and 20% should be covered in other types of whole foods, those other types of whole foods. So we're talking about the legumes, we're talking about the oils, uh, the, uh, the natural bread, animals, uh, the, the root vegetables and the grains. Um, all of those is consisting of the, the 20%. So we're talking about a plate. So if you're dressing up all of your plates to look like this, you're following the 80-20 diet. And there are a lot of health benefits that come with that. So to give you an example of an 80-20 plate... Um, an example of that would be two cups of broccoli, one cup of squash, a half avocado sliced and three ounces of Alaskan wild caught salmon. Like that's an example of an 80-20 plate. And if we veganize it and we looked at an 80-20 plate from a vegan perspective or a plant-based, a complete 100% plant-based perspective, that would be two cups of broccoli, one whole small avocado sliced, and a half to one full cup of lentils. So that would be the equivalent if uh, you were, uh, you know, consuming more of a vegan diet or just a standard diet. So you have both of those. When we look at the different studies, they have something called the blue zones. So the blue zones are different regions all over the planet in these concentrated regions, such as like Okinawa, for example. Um, These particular regions 
um, have the largest concentrations of, I think they're called centurions, right? People that live to over, over 100, 100 years. Yeah, yes. they're called mm-hmm. centurions. So they have the highest concentration of people that live over, over 100 um, years old, as well as great health. So when they compare all of these blue zone areas, one of the things that they have in common is plant-based whole food eating. So we're not talking about vegan. We're talking about whole foods that's centered around plants. So they do consume animal products. However, it's a, it's a small percentage of their diet. The most important thing is just eating a lot of whole foods. So all of the things that we're talking about uh, with a lot of vegetables and a lot of root vegetables and legumes and um, you know, things like that. These are the things that their diet consists of. Now, this isn't the only thing that um, makes them stand out. There were some other things that they look at uh, sleep, for example. They're looking at sleep. They're looking at um, their downtime, how much time they have for themselves. They're looking at socialization. They're looking at, um, you know, sunlight. They're looking at all of these things that they that they have in, in common, stress levels, family time. They're looking at all of those things. However, from a nutritional perspective, the healthiest places in the world are more plant-based. So by um, transforming your plate, and making your plate look more like 80-20, you're going to transform your health. Like I mentioned earlier, when you, as Jamal mentioned, it's per plate. It's not the overall diet. It's just one plate at a time. You know, bringing that awareness and consciousness to look at your plate and say, you know, how much vegetation do I have on here? And the 20%, what is that 20% made of? So um, it's definitely a powerful diet. Right. We have a challenge for you. Right now, we're doing a challenge for our health warriors right now. They're, they're doing the, the, um, the 80-20 challenge. Everyone on our program does the 80-20, but um, we're just pushing them to uh, basically we have a private um, Facebook community, and everyone uh, takes a, a picture of their, their plate showing their 80-20%, and they post it every day. So people have been posting. um got some beautiful pictures of of some you know delicious looking food yeah they're doing that, a great uh, job yeah that people are putting up just did it to kind of motivate people to get on that, that right path and if you're any if you're one of our uh clients that are listening to this right now and you haven't posted yet i challenge you and push you to post um because it'll keep you in the energy and it'll motivate others and it'll it'll hold you accountable and, and keep you on point but for everyone else that's listening right now, we have a challenge for you, and that is a 21-day challenge. We challenge you to uh, follow our 80-20 rule for 21 days. Our 80-20 rule for 21 days. And after 21 days, just see how you feel. I guarantee you, you will feel better. I'm not saying that you don't feel great now, but I guarantee you, you will feel better. 80% of your foods is like plant vegetables, all of the different green leafy type vegetables mm-hmm. and the bulk leaf, the bulk green vegetables and things like that and squash 
and, and the healthy uh, fatty fruits. And then 20% would be more of the root vegetables, the legumes, the oils, um, the, the uh, wild-caught fish or pasture-raised organic meats and pasture-raised eggs um, and, and uh, grains. And, and these are gluten-free grains, grains. So if you're consuming grains and adding that as a part of it, they're gluten-free. So the, the top... Gluten-free grains is quinoa, amaranth, millet, buckwheat, wild rice. So that's a small percentage of your diet. So that 20%, follow the 80-20, dress your plates up for 21 days. And at the end of your 21 days, I want you to uh, respond and comment and let us know uh, how you're feeling after uh, 21 days. And uh, it'll be an amazing journey for you. Yes, and you can do it. Um, before we go, you know, one of the things that a lot of our clients struggle with, especially when transitioning to eating this 80-20 diet, is the food, like how to prepare certain types of whole foods, just getting some ideas. Um, a lot of people definitely with our busy schedules and just lack of time, it becomes overwhelming to know what to make. And that's one of the things that motivated us to create, you know, our membership site. In our membership site, there it will be an extensive food and recipe library that you can access and get inspiration in all the recipes that are in our database are the ingredients that are involved. It's all meant for health restorative reasons, but they're also delicious. So there's anything from desserts to soups to, you know, we just um, added uh, a mixed berry icy that our daughter loved. All this is going to be added to the food and recipe library um, of our membership site. So if you haven't done so already, make sure to get on our membership site waitlist, that's lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash member. I will also list that link in our show notes pages and the show notes for this episode is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 64. And I make sure you get on that wait list so that you will be notified of updates of the membership site, of webinars that we're going to be having where we kind of go behind the scenes and you know, dive deeper and show you all the benefits that you will receive. Okay, so thanks for listening. Until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings. Let's face it. We are living in a world set up for us not to be healthy. And with the overabundance of health information available, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and confused on which path to take, which leads to inaction and not making health a top priority. Well, that can all change. We are Life Strength and Health, the number one center in New Jersey for helping you to detoxify and address your digestive system challenges. We provide support, accountability, guidance, education. We will be with you every step of the way to help simplify this process and help you to reach your health goals. So if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to make your health a top priority, then visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation today. Don't live in the New Jersey area. Don't sweat it. We can work with you virtually. So visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation or virtual consultation today. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life, Strength, and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.